0: What's up, mortals? This is awesome, Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be telling the story of the Hero Twins from Mayan mythology, Hanapu and Zabalanque, and how they murder an entire family for justice. So I'll be describing their origins in a different episode because it's a great story on its own, but to summarize, the Hero Twins came into being when the head of their decapitated father was placed in a tree and he spit on the daughter of one of the lords of the underworld. She became pregnant, because that's how that works. She fled the underworld and gave birth to the twins. If that sounds confusing, just know that it doesn't make any more sense with context, but it is an entertaining story. So, this particular story starts out with the character Vukub Kachi, or as it translates, Seven Macaw, which is how I'll be referring to it because it's way easier for me to say. Seven Macaw is this great shiny bird that's covered its wings, eyes, and teeth in various jewels and precious metals. Even his nest is made out of shiny metals. He existed in the twilight world, which was in between the former creation and the present one. A lot of Mesoamerican mythology believed in the cycle of the worlds, with old worlds being destroyed by fires and floods or whatnot, and new worlds being brought into being by various gods. Our current world is supposed to be the fifth iteration. So in this time, there's no sun or moon, and there weren't any stars. All the light in the universe radiated from Seven Macaw and his super shiny body. He thought he was the bee's knees and went on and on about how the new world wouldn't need a sun or a moon because of how great he was. Dude had a massive ego. Being the only source of light in the known universe, I think you earn a little boast here and there, but this guy just went on forever about how great he was. I imagine talking to this guy is a lot like talking to Trump, where every conversation just devolves into a nonsensical rant meant to pad his own ego. So the Hero Twins saw this arrogance and deemed it very bad. They determined that people would not be able to be created or live on a world dominated by Seven Macaw. People couldn't thrive in a world where jewels and precious metals were the most important things. You know, as opposed to the world we live in, where a piece of paper with a dead guy's face on it is the most important thing. It is also important to note that Hanapu and Zibalanke are meant to eventually become the sun and the moon, so there was already bad blood with, like, destiny and whatnot. The twins decided to take their blowguns and end Seven Macaw's boasting. Seven McCaw actually had an entire family. He had a wife, Chimalat, and she bore him two sons, Zapakna, who made mountains, and Cabra Khan, who was the god of earthquakes, and they all had the same boastful arrogance as their father. They were like Bart Simpson singing about how great he is and banging pots and pans on his head. Seven McCall would be like, I am great, I am the son. Zapakna was like, I am great, I make mountains, and Kabra Khan was like, I am great, I shake things. So the hero twins decided that after the father, they would handle the sons as well. So on to their plan. Seven Macaw had a favorite fruit, the Nance fruit, which grew on the Nance tree, duh, and he would go to the same tree every day to eat his lunch and its branches. So the twins hid and waited for Seven Macaw to come and eat his fruit. While he was munching away, Hanapu who used his blowgun, sent a dart right into the bird's jaw, damaging all the jewel encrusted teeth and knocking him out of the tree. Hanapu rushed the grounded bird, thinking he was going to grab him, but we were talking about a great deity here. Seven McCall instead grabbed Hanapu's arm and ripped it right the fuck off, then flew away with the arm. Seven McCall flew back to his wife, who asked what had happened. He told her that he was having lunch and two demons attacked him and injured his beautiful jaw, but he got the better of them when he ripped off their arms. So now he's going to hang it over the fireplace as the grossest trophy ever until they decide to come and try and get it back. Now the Hero Twins were like, shit we got to get that arm back, but we need help. So they went to find Great White Peccary and Great White Tapir, who were both very, 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 very old. Twins asked the old pair to call themselves the twins' grandparents. They told them to pretend to fix teeth and trick Seven Macaw into letting his guard down. So Grandma and Grandpa agreed, and off they went to Seven Macaw's house. He's hanging outside, he's traveling through the woods. He went and asked, oh, are these your children, referring to the twins? And they were like, yeah, they're our grandchildren. Their parents died, and now we take care of them. And Seven McCaw realized that this conversation wasn't about him, so he quickly changed the subject by saying, oh, whoa, is me. My teeth and jaw hurt so much. I was attacked by demons. The old grandparents were like, what a coincidence, because we're dentists. The- so we do eye and bone stuff, too. We can fix you right up. So Seven McCaw invites them inside. The grandparents are like, well, we got to remove all the teeth. And he's like, no, don't fucking do that. My teeth are covered in jewels. It's part of what makes me so great. They're like, well, if you want us to help, we have to remove the teeth. Don't worry, we'll replace them with bone teeth, you know, like everybody else has. And Seven Macaw's like, fine, as long as you do replace them. So they take out all his teeth, each one a precious jewel. But instead of replacing them with bone, they replace them with white corn, which I find hilarious. Next, they went to work on his eyes, just removing all of the jewels and shiny metals. They stripped him of everything that made him beautiful and proud. By the time they were done, Seven Macaw's pain had all gone away. But he no longer looked like his old glorious self. Also, he had corn teeth, so he died of shame. And then his wife, Chimalat died of secondhand shame, because that's a thing, apparently. I'm not sure why the Hero Twins had to pretend to be grandchildren when they literally didn't fucking do anything to play in the corner the whole time. Like, the whole plan easily works without them. So, the Twins move on to their next target, Zapakna. Zipakno was the maker of mountains and a very strong giant. He spent most of his days lazing about in a river. One day, he sees a group of 400 boys struggling to drag a giant tree. Zapakta called out, asking what they were doing, and they told him the tree was meant to be a lintel to put over the doorway of their home. House lintels were ritual objects considered to hold great power. Zipakno was like, yeah, there's a great chance to show off how amazing and strong I am. So he decided to help the boy out, the boys out, pick the tree up and walk it to their house. When he was done, they asked if he had a mother or a father. Since they had both died of shame, he told them that he didn't. Then they invited Zipakna to stay with them and help in building their new house. Zipakna agreed, but behind the back, the 400 ploys were plotting against him. They were like, who does he think he is? Lifting out loud log like that? We should murder him for it. Seems like a pretty extreme reaction. To give some cultural context, context, the lintel was a very important ritual object that Zipakna touched without permission and without being ritually prepared to do so. So, like, I would be pissed if some guy came into my home and had sex with my Christmas tree. I don't know if I would then invite them to live with me in the hopes that I can one day kill them for it, but teach their own. So the boys devise a plan where they'll dig a hole and get some pocket in it and then just drop a, tru- a giant tree trunk on them. So they get to dig in and eventually ask the giant for help. They say the hole needs to be deeper, and when he calls out to them that it is deep enough, they'll just drop the log. Problem is that Zepakna has heard the whole plan. I guess spreading a plan to 400 boys at the same time is pretty fucking difficult without somebody overhearing. So he gets in the hole and he starts digging, but instead of digging down, he digs to the side, making a small chamber for himself to hide in. When he makes the chamber big enough, he calls out to the boys to tell them that the hole is finally deep enough. The boys took the great tree, plopped it into the hole, and Zepakna gave a performance like he was vying for an Oscar, crying out in pain and shit. Ha, he's dead, said the boys. And then they fucking danced on his grave because they're apparently all little psychopaths. It's good we killed them, they called out. So the boys decided to celebrate murder. They needed to do they need to make some good liquor to drink. They would check the hole every day for three days, and if they were sure he was really dead, then they would just get shitfaced. And they would know he was definitely dead when the ants began to gather in the hole. Zapakna so heard this whole plan too, because the boys don't know how to use their inside voices. So he clipped his nails, cut his hair, and the ants came and gathered them, and the boys celebrated because that was proof enough that the giant was dead. Sipakna waited until they were all good and wasted, then he climbed out of the hole and collapsed their home on them, crushing them all. The Hero Twins happened to be friends with all 400 murderous children, so they were pissed to hear that they had been killed. They vowed revenge against Sipakna. They knew that by day, he sat at the river catching fish and crabs, and at night, he carried mountains around they decided it would be easier to get him when he couldn't drop a mountain on them. So they took some sticks and leaves and decorated a big rock to look like a crab and hid it in a cave under their mountain. The twins pretended to stumble upon Zipakna's fishing and started a conversation. They asked him what he was doing. He said fishing, complained about how hungry he was, and they told him about the giant crab they had seen. He says claws were too big for them, but someone like Zipakna might have better luck against it. He told them he could handle it easily and begged them to lead him to the cave. They brought him there, and he could see the fake claws from the opening. Excited, he got down on his belly and crawled into the cave. The false crab somehow moved out of the way. I don't know if they rigged something, or they had the ability to bring crab statues to life, but it was quick enough to avoid being captured. So Pockler came out and was like, shit, I missed, but it was too fast. So the twin suggested that he might have better luck if he crawled on his back, which makes no fucking sense. Nobody's ever moved faster on their back. But Zipakna's like, oh yeah, to catch the crab, I must think like the crab. So he went back down and crabbed, walked into the cave like a giant idiot. And the twins dropped the mountain on top of him, crushing Zipakna like he crushed their friends. Which also doesn't make sense, since his job was literally picking up mountains. Finally, we get to Cabra Khan, who in his simple family was definitely the simplest. He just went around like, I am the greatest, I shake the shit out of everything. Tremble at my shaking prowess. Hurrican, or Heart of Sky, which was the Mayan god of winds, storms, and fire, and one of the creation deities, saw Kabrakon twerking about, and he wasn't very happy about it. He was like, this guy thinks he's better than me, all because he's so damn good at shaking things. No, I won't stand for this. And he sends the hero twins after him. And they were like, yeah, we don't like that he's so boastful about shaking stuff either. Let's kill him for it. It's also important to note that Heart of Sky was the god responsible for sending the Great Flood to drown the second incarnation of humans. And also, if the word Huracan, you know, reminds you of the word fucking hurricane, it's because that's where it came from. Now, Khan isn't unjustified in his arrogance. He's like super strong, knocks down mountains for fun. In fact, when the Hero Twins find him, that's exactly what he's doing. They ask him where he's going, but he responds he's not really going anywhere. He's just knocking down mountains because it's his favorite thing to do. And they're like, wow, really? Well, we saw a mountain that's so big that's taller than all the other mountains than all the other mountains that's ever existed. Capricorn's like, that's weird. I don't know how I missed one that big. They tell him it's because it's far off in the east and he's facing west. So he asks them to guide them there. The three set off on their journey, and while they're walking, the twins decide to hunt some birds for food. They are so excellent at their blowgun hunting, like so proficient, that they don't even have ammo. They just knock birds out of the sky with their concentrated breath. Once they killed enough birds, they set up a camp and cooked them. However, they set one bird aside and covered it in dirt and put a curse on it. Once Capricorn smelled the cooking meal, he asked for some from the twins. They gave him the bird covered in dirt, and the giant was so hungry that he gulped it down, dirt, feathers, bones, and all. As they continued on their journey, Capricorn started to feel very odd. He felt weak and tired. When they finally got to the mountain, he could barely shake a pebble, let alone topple a fucking giant mountain. Eventually he passes out, the twins then bind his arms and legs, dig a pit, and dump him in it, and then bury him alive, and thus explains earthquakes, because the Mayans saw them as a giant thrashing around underground. That's the story of how the alleged hero twins just straight up murdered an entire family. Twice they managed to take advantage of a deity having a favorite food, which is something found in other mythologies, most notably being how Horus became king of the gods because of how much he knew his uncle fucking loved lettuce. I have an episode about that. Go check it out. It's awesome. If you like this episode, please like and subscribe. Maybe tell a friend. I also have some social media things at Awesome Myths and Monsters and at MythOTD.